0: The mass mandates are back in St. Louis. Will they be coming to your city soon? China wants an apology from NBC for showing an incomplete map at the Olympics. And rich people are suffering in the Hamptons because they can't find summer help. We've got all that and much more. And it starts right now. Happy Monday, everyone. I am Jill Savage filling in for Sarah Gonzalez, who will be back tomorrow. So holding down the fort with me for the next hour, we have producer and actor Matthew Marzin. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And Rob Eno, Blaze TV and media critic. Thanks for having me on. Very excited. All right, guys. Are you excited for mask mandates? Coming back. I know everybody is. Yes. Awesome. This is what we've all been waiting for. St. Louis is potentially going to reinstate the mask mandates on Monday, even for vaccinated people. They came out and said that mask mandates will apply to adults as well as children as young as five years old. For those who have been vaccinated against COVID-19, more than a thousand new COVID cases have been reported in St. Louis County over the past week, including two deaths. So. This is where we're at again. We got out of the woods and now the mask mandates are coming back. How do you feel about
1: this, Matthew? Well, one of the reasons why I moved from California was because of the the mask mandate and what they were doing there. They actually, someone actually called the police on my wife and a bunch of homeschool moms (laughs) because the three-year-olds are running around without masks on. I mean, so I'm just like, you know what, That's that's the last straw. And if I hear someone else say, well, you see, what, you know when surgeons go in and, and, and they perform operations, they wear those masks. I'm like, Yeah, okay, so do you follow every protocol, like a surgeon? Mm. Do you get rid of the mask after you've used it once? Do you wash your hands by using the elbow? No, it's ridiculous. It's a sign of compliance, and that is all it is at this point. They don't work. I mean, we know they don't mm. work, so.
2: I mean, you, you bring up the surgeon thing, because that's what they always do. The reason a surgeon wears a mask is so his spit doesn't fall on your open wound. It's not to stop a, a virus that comes in an aerosol that can go through the interstitial difference or the void in between the threads of the mask. I mean, the, the threads of a mask, I, I, I looked this up during the beginning of the whole COVID thing. If you can see through a hole, if you can see through a mask and you can see a little bit on the other side and you can see light, it means that a minimum it's 100 microns big. Not to get too technical, bringing my chemi degree in here. Um, you can see, if you can see through it, it's 100 microns. Your, your, your cough, your aerosolized droplet is 10. Now, I didn't need to go to engineering school to know that 10 is less than 100 and that it can go right through and it stays up in the air. And they even did the study. Was it was it NC State? It was either at NC State or the University of North Carolina that did a study that those gaiters that people wear, that's actually worse because what they do is they take the droplet and they split it in half. So you have twice as much virus hanging around in the air. Masks do not work. They've never worked every study in the history of the of the world that has studied viruses, respiratory viruses, has shown that masks don't work. And all of a sudden they do. Like you said, it's a virtue signal and it's a compliance thing. And it's to make people feel better.
0: And since May 13th, the CDC came out and said that vaccinated people could resume activities and go about their normal lives without a mask. Right. Like this was the incentive to get the vaccine. And now, what, this is July 26th, so a mere two, two and a half months later, they're all trying to get us to go back and say, okay, we're gonna pretend that nothing that we said for May 13th on is actually happening so do you how do you think americans are going to react to this well
1: you know i mean i think that for a lot of people worldwide they're just so confused by everything and and what a lot of people aren't talking about is is how it's affecting them mentally i mean we've we've just found out today that the we found out that the is it the pcr test actually doesn't differentiate between flu and covid So when you're talking about these COVID cases arising, are they COVID cases? Do we know they're COVID cases? Are they flu cases? We don't know. I mean, at this point, I think people's confidence is completely shot because they're for it before they're against it. And then they change, and they change, and they change. So a lot of us are going, hey, listen, I've had enough let's just step back a little bit and look at places like like it's hard for us in texas to actually comprehend a lot of the time uh, about the way other people are feeling in other states where they're locked down it's really really hard for them um so you know i mean again it's become a bit of a joke and as far as fauci is concerned i don't think anyone trusts him either you don't trust him or you think he's is god right Right. i mean there's no in between there's
2: absolutely no in between i mean he he himself said that it was OK to do the noble lie. Remember when it first came out that, you know, we need to save the masks for there. So I'm going to tell everybody, you know, you don't really need masks. But I always thought you should wear masks is what St. Fauci at the Potomac said. Right. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's what he said. And it's just it's absolutely insane. And, and even in Texas, it depends on the county. Right. I live here in Dallas County. There's a lot of people that wear masks. A lot of people in Irving, you know, wear masks in my apartment building. I think it's crazy. I went out to Tarrant County, which is where Fort Worth is for people that that aren't from Texas. And like I walked into a dentist office and there were no masks. Like the dental people didn't have masks. There was no sign to wear a mask. And I was like, it was like I entered a different world and I was like 10 miles away. So it's just absolutely crazy. People are not going to wear masks. I mean, some will, but you're going to see what happens on the planes, like with the fights and the anger and things like that. You're going to start seeing this in other places where they try to institute masks of
0: course we have anthony fauci coming in and he was talking about mask mandates uh, over the weekend and him and jake tapper of course they both have to get in on the conversation here's a little bit of what they had to say do you think masks yeah. should be brought back for vaccinated americans you know jake this is under active
2: consideration if you're asking about part of, am i part of the discussion yes i am part of the discussion, but I think what you are seeing, even though as of our conversation at this moment, the CDC still says and recommends that if you are vaccinated fully, that you do not need to wear a mask indoors. However, if you look at what's going on locally in the trenches, in places like LA County, the local officials have the discretion and the CDC agrees with that ability and discretion capability to say, you know, you're in a situation where we're having a lot of dynamics of infection. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. That's a local decision.
0: It's a local decision now. So it's not gonna be Anthony Fauci's fault anymore. He's gonna take the blame from him and place it on your local authorities. How do you feel about that? Well, that's
2: what it should be, right? I mean, I'm I'm okay yeah. with that. It should be, it should have always been a local thing. There shouldn't have been a national mask mandate. Um, they They should get their thoughts together, but You know, I I do want to say something, and this goes into the whole misinformation on the vaccine and all that that sort of stuff. Well, you don't need to wear a mask if you have a vaccine. Great. I I personally know two or three people that have been fully vaccinated that have gotten the Delta variant. Now, the Delta variant isn't as bad as the, the previous variants. There's a lot of things you can do. We know how to treat it now. There's not as many people dying. Yes, some hospitalizations are going up. Um, but you know, you talk about local mandates. I'm I'm afraid it's going to come back in Texas. Even though Abbott, when he did his um, when he did his his order back in May, he said if hospitalizations get over 15%, then local authorities can put back in COVID restrictions. Right, the county judges, which are county executives in other parts of the country, he said that they can do that. And we're getting some areas that are getting close to 15% again. Um, I mean, the only thing I really take. Umbridge with what he said is like, oh, yeah, I'm part of it. Yep, it's me. Yep, It's all me, which is what he needs to do. He needs to interject himself and be the end all and be all of everything because...
0: yeah, viruses. and Matthew, yeah. I think Rob makes a great point there where he says this isn't what we had initially back in March of 2020. We know so much more about the virus, about how to treat it now. So how do you think this, this differentiation point where we are right now in, in 2021 versus where we were when we had no information back in 2020?
1: Well, I think at the end of the day, I have no idea how this guy is still in a job. Right, I mean, he is the most incompetent man, and, and he's compromised, right? I mean, if you believe that he was behind the gain-of-function research in the Wuhan lab, do you think that, that do- and, and this is what I've been saying, I'm saying this on Twitter a lot, right? I respect doctors, I respect our healthcare workers, right? They are not gods, right? No. They are susceptible to corruption and all the other failures that us mere humans. Uh, uh, d- trust me, I get told all the time, "Shut your mouth, you're an actor," right? And I get it, all right. But I did play a doctor once uh, in Good a movie. Good enough for me. I did Let's play a doctor once in a movie, so I know what I'm talking about. But but yeah, I mean, th- nobody knows what to believe because there's no clear information about anything. Like you don't know the truth on on anything there. So I mean, going back to these the the. Um, PCR tests and not being clear about whether it's COVID or flu. So that completely changes everything. If we're being serious, I mean that should be national news, it should be on the front page of every newspaper because let's just say there's 60,000 people die every year of the flu in the, in the US, I'm just making up a number, mm. and now there's like 70,000 people die of COVID, but we know that flu cases apparently have gone down by 98%. It didn't so what, happen. There was no flu. What does that say? No. What, what does it say? Yeah. We do, so when they're saying, oh, you know, the COVID, as you said before, the COVID cases are going up. We don't know if they are, do we? Really? Do we know that? Are we sure about that? And this is the problem. We don't have clear... Guidelines on what is the what are the true numbers, what is going on, and that's causing a lot of confusion. And when you have confusion, you're allow, you're able to split people into groups, well, and that's what's going it, on.
2: We can't even agree on whether or not if you take a bat virus and do some stuff genetically to it with some pipettes, and it becomes more able to be transmitted to human whether or not that is gain-of-function research. Oh, no, 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 well, you know, that's what gain-of-function research is, but when we did it this time, it wasn't. So that way, I'm not culpable. I mean, I, I, I've seen it, it's, it, it comes down to the point where I'm at Fauci lied, people died, like with, with George W. Bush, that they, the left used to say. He funded, and this is what I loved about Jon Stewart when he, yeah. on, when he went on with um, Stephen Colbert, and yeah, he's that's like, great. okay, we have the bat coronavirus lab in Wuhan. And it started in Wuhan. And you're telling me that it didn't leave the bat, coron- the bat coronavirus didn't leave the bat coronavirus lab? I mean, come on. It's just it's ridiculous
0: when otherwise it would have had to travel basically from Texas to New York to get that bat from that one cave where it could have been all the way over to the wet
2: market. It was like a thousand miles away. And and, and the fact that the media doesn't harp on that and they give and and they still say, well, we don't know if it came from the lab. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. If it was Donald Trump that signed the NIH grant to fund bat coronavirus, There would be like Dateline and 2020 specials and like CNN would have a 20 hour documentary series on how Donald Trump created the coronavirus that killed everybody. I mean, we all know this. It's it's absolutely insane. And
1: there's also the, the other side of it where they're saying, hey, listen, Chinese will eat anything right they'll eat a bat they'll eat that like it's got four legs and it's not a table or they'll eat it Or oh, you know and you don't see the other side of that right the pit. normally people go how dare you say that about them that yeah. they eat bats in a in a in a wet market oh, by the way i've been to one of those things i've been, been to the wet, wet market i've been to one I, I did a movie years ago a doctor in at in wet market You're i know so really all of the talking points here listen to yeah. <laughs> uh, no but i mean it's it's really absurd i mean we are getting to the point where where, you know, it's like gaslighting of the highest order because you're looking like... Like it's the, like, like John Stewart said, it was hilarious, but he, t- he told the truth. You know, it is the Wuhan Institute of Virology and it just so happens that this coronavirus escaped. And, and by the way, they've had people come out and say, we work there, it escaped, right? But, but there's been this like... It's like cognitive dissonance where they go, no, 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 we can't say that. We can't possibly say that. And it, it does make you wonder Right? I mean, yeah. I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all, right? Yeah. But you, uh, there's some point you got to go and oh, on. well, that, uh, and, and Fauci did that, and that came, and now he doesn't want anyone... It's insane. Yeah. How he's still in a job is just beyond me. I don't understand it.
0: Yeah, right. you're able to connect enough of the dots and... The truth will eventually overcome, I feel like. And if you you know, you look at the, the mass mandates are potentially coming back with the vaccines. Now they're saying like it might not just be the two shots that you need, you might need an extra jab. So the goalposts are just constantly moving for this.
2: Right. They they have no idea. That's the problem. And you know, in again, you say conspiracy theorist, the conspiracy theorist in me is like, Oh, Pfizer and Madonna were Moderna want more money. That's why they want the extra jab. And we're seeing that what did they say? 38% effectiveness in Israel with the Pfizer yeah. vaccine, which yep. is what I have, with the Delta variant. I mean, we're living with the 1918 flu 103 years later. The 1918 flu is still one of the flu strains in different versions that come by every year. We know how to treat it faster. And and they don't want to use, you know there are studies and i'm not going to mention any of them so that we can stay on youtube there are studies that say that certain drugs may or may not work right and the media is like oh no, no, no none of that because fauci didn't say that they work so they can't work it's absolutely insane to me
0: that I, that's where we are right now yeah. everything that is absolutely insane is what is being kind of taken for granted and this is this is going to be the truth that if we just say it over and over enough times this is this is how it's all going to be and and it's just it's one of those things that i i just can't believe that our reality is what we're actually living through here in in 2021 uh but when we come back we will have a look at the olympics and the united states it only took a couple hours we've already offended china we'll tell you how right after this The Olympics just started and the United States slash NBC has already gone through and, and made the Chinese upset. Uh, they did so by calling uh, the, the government, they, NBC showed an incomplete map, they say, during their Olympic coverage of the opening ceremonies. It did not include Taiwan or the South China Sea, and we all know that China is not going to have diplomatic relations with countries that don't recognize uh, the Taiwan's independence there. so. Right off the bat, we can't start the Olympic Games without having a little bit of controversy. And of course, it's the United States, it's China. Japan has nothing to do with it. They're the ones hosting it. We're already causing trouble, Rob. I mean,
2: Taiwan is not part of China. I mean, you know, I'm probably going to get a visit from the Chinese people.
0: We're going to get kicked um, off yeah, YouTube The, the now. Chinese Secret <laughs> Service it. is going to come to the we house. We thought we were doing good in the first no, segment. I mean,
2: it, it, t- Taiwan has been quasi-independent right. since forever. The worst thing that Richard Nixon ever did was recognize that the communist government of China was the real China and not Taiwan, which had been our policy since the end of World War II. Um, I mean, it's just, China has no control over it. Taiwan has its own military. It, Taiwan has its own currency, its own banking system. I mean, for all intents and purposes, China is its own country. This is just China trying to rule the world by because they're the number one economic engine in the world now. They, they you know, manufacture all the things that they manufacture. It's like when I, you talk to friends that are super libertarians and they're like, oh, I can't believe Trump had tariffs. I'm like, on China, I don't care. I mean, because it's not free trade if you're trading with the communist regime that is like that. Free trade is trade between people and people. You're not trading with people in China, you're trading with the government. The government, I mean, look at Jack Ma, who uh, the Alibaba founder, one of the richest men in the world. He got disappeared for like two months after he said something critical about the government. It shows you who's in charge there, and and I could care less. I mean, good for NBC.
0: Yeah, they came out and uh, the Chinese consulate in New York complained on their Weibo social media platform that it hurt the dignity and emotions of the Chinese people and they called on NBC Universal to recognize the serious nature of the problem and, and take measures to correct it. Now, NBC still hasn't corrected anything yet. I don't know if they plan on doing it, but we're we're a couple days in now past past the opening ceremonies. What would you do? Like, you know, this is this is China just trying to maintain that dominance from from the start of the Olympic Games.
1: Well, I think we all know what everyone around this table would do right we wouldn't bow to them i mean there's there's absolutely no way but but this is this is the communist chinese right it's okay to go they lecture us on morality and and yet they're murdering you know chinese muslims by you know putting them in concentration camps and then they go out in the next breath and start lecturing us on what we should be doing but uh, look you know from a brit looking in when i was over in the uk and i've always loved this country um, a lot of people used to used to talk about, oh, well, America, the superpower. I'm like, you want to see what it's like when we're not the superpower, when America is not the dominant force in the world? You're seeing it right now. This is what they're going to do. It's going to get worse. That's what uh, Hollywood is bought by by China. Uh, and they're just going to keep, you know, sticking their fingers into all these different pies and start lecturing us on how we should be when they're they have slave labor yeah they're definitely going to come and visit me as well so uh yeah i'm just sitting there thinking oh
2: goodness me right maybe, i'm gonna get maybe in. that's what well, we'll be should do yeah i mean well, if we're they gonna want to be a, in the trenches together it'll want be good a, yeah. they want a truthful map they can put like here's where the slave labor camps are they can put that on the chinese map if they want and then they can have a truthful map and then china can you yeah. know they can also have a little piece of california as well
0: Looking uh, around our table, I can I can say that this next story is true because I am the only one that has actually watched any of the Olympic Games. You two are both saying how excited you are usually most years for the Olympics to start. But since uh since we've gotten these games here in 2020 now, obviously 2021, uh, the the Olympic ceremonies, they drew 16.7 million viewers on Friday night. It's the smallest audience in the last 33 years. It's down 37% from Rio, uh, and that's when 26.5 million people watched, and then in London, 40.5 million people watched. So, there's just not that overwhelming support right now for these Olympic Games. I mean, you see the, the United States basketball team losing to France already, the women's soccer team taking a knee and losing to Sweden. Like, there's a lot of wokeness around mm. these Olympics. I
2: mean, yeah. I mean, I went to the, the what was it, 2015 U.S. Women's National Title game in vancouver i was at that game it was exciting the u.s women's national team is like the greatest soccer team for women that has ever existed but they're woke is crazy right and i don't want to watch them now i mean they've made megan rapineau the face of it there, there are patriotic people on that team that stand up that don't kneel down for the national anthem and i don't care what you do you have every right to do it but i have every right not to watch you um, I've always loved the Olympics. I'm more of a Winter Olympic guy coming from New England, um, but I've always watched the Olympics. And I like some of the new sports, like having, you know, gonna, skateboarding is kind of cool now. You know, it's kind of like the, the snowboard half pipe, but it's, you know, there, there's a lot of cool sports that are on the Olympics, but it just hasn't grabbed me. And I think part of it more is that they didn't allow fans, and I'm not into watching sports without fans. Like, that NBA bubble thing was horrible to watch.
0: You and LeBron and James.
2: Yeah, yeah. Even, it, it, even without LeBron project it was just horrible to watch with nobody there. I can't watch a sporting event that nobody's there that you get. And the piped-in crowd noise that the NFL did
0: last year was horrible. And first of all, a lot of the audio people in the NFL don't actually watch football games. I can tell you this from a former sports reporter. So they're piping in noise at the wrong time. So I'm with yeah. you. That was very annoying for, for all of us. So thankfully, we're going to have fans back in the stands. But Matthew, are you going to watch any of these olympic games going forward
1: no nothing. i mean i mean look i mean i've I've caught like a couple of on twitter i've seen you know a couple of the world records and that and it kind of dragged me in a little bit but but i feel the same look i've watched the olympics every year every every year that it came out you know um i've loved it from when i was a little kid and here's the thing, again, uh, the perspective from an immigrant coming to this country, I loved seeing American exceptionalism. It really means something to the rest of the world. And I don't think people truly understand, you know, how we, even from other countries, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, well, we, you know, we kind of beat the Americans in this, and that's such an achievement. It's mm-hmm. it's such a great thing to watch. And. I think there's a number of reasons, actually, why people aren't watching. I, I do think it's a lack of fans, but I, I do think, like, I love the flag. Like, I love it. And I think that it's something when you love your country and you want to go and represent your country and you're representing every single person in your country, that is awesome. And I remember Daley Thompson and if you remember, Daley Thompson was a decathlete. Uh, and I remember he was, you know, up there when he won the gold medal and it was a real moment, it was a real moment of cohesion. But in addition to this, people don't want men in women's sports. And that's another aspect of it. Like we don't wanna see someone who is genetically born, I, I, I know it's controversial, but genetically born a male going and competing in powerlifting as a female. Because for those of us who have daughters, I'm like, what's the point in you guys doing sports anymore you know what what's the point if that's going to happen imagine that and then the other things with the the people being sent home because they were in the vicinity of someone who had covid that was the other aspect there was a couple of people that didn't go to the olympics because that's so a and a couple
0: more golfers that can't go <laughs> over now and and john rom just had uh covid a couple weeks ago and then he tested positive again he's been vaccinated and he's not allowed to go to the olympic games it's cr- i mean and, and uh,
1: golf How far do they have to stay away from the other? It's like tennis, let them play. They're on two sides of the court. There shouldn't be anything stopping them playing. And they're outdoors. And they're outdoors. Right. I mean, they, they, this is the, the hypocrisy. And people are just like, I'm done. And by the way, I really just want to watch some sports. I don't want to be lectured to. I don't yeah. want to be told how bad my country is or how racist I am or how bad this is. They're just over it. They just want to watch and be proud of the people that are doing it, regardless of where they're from uh, or, or, or what color or creed they are. People, for the most part, embrace exceptionalism.
2: Yeah, and I, and I think, you know, on the transgender thing that you talked about, we have a coworker here, um, Todd Erzin on the Steve Day Show, whose daughter just won, I think it was the 800-meter 800 800 me- at, at the Nationals in high school. Um, she, set a, she set a personal record, and she set the Iowa record when she did it. I, imagine if there was a transgendered woman that was born a male in that. She never would have set that because transgendered women run significantly faster than biological women. I mean, they just do because men, people that are born male are stronger than people that are biologically born female.
0: Yeah, and I feel like that's, that's an issue that we might actually be able to make some progress on. But Matthew was saying uh, that he believes in American exceptionalism. He will not be hired as a teacher in the United States. Coming up anytime soon, when we get back, we'll take a look at what the schools are trying to do with the kids next. exceptionalism is out, it's time to go woke or bring in critical race theory into the schools. There was a student up in St. Cloud, Minnesota that was speaking out after the school required this fourth grader to take an equity survey. Now, some of the students didn't understand what was being asked of them, but the teacher told them repeatedly that they could not go to their parents and ask them to clarify this situation. This fourth grader said my teacher said that I could not skip any of these questions, even when I didn't understand them. Now, one was asking us what gender we identified with. I was very confused, along with all of my other classmates. And being asked to hide this from my mom made me very uncomfortable, like I was doing something wrong. What are we trying to do now with fourth graders because this is all stemming from the George Floyd incident and the story goes on to say despite being more than 40 years old, critical race theory has emerged as a flashpoint over the last year, often pitting teachers and school administrators against parents. I, I look at this and say, okay, we're we're trying to get fourth graders not to go and, and tell their parents. Like, any time when you're saying to a child, it's not okay to tell an adult what is happening, that seems like a clear boundary that we have crossed.
2: Right. I mean, we, we've gone from Mr. Rogers, it's you I like, it's everything about you, to you're evil because of the color of your skin. I mean, that, that that's where we've gone in this country, and that's what they're teaching. And it's absolutely insane and now that kid is going to be blackballed throughout that school system because he had the guts to stand up and say something. And you've got teachers that even in states where they've said you cannot teach critical race theory and there have been laws that have been passed to say, I'm still going to do it because they believe so big. This is part, what they want to do is drive a wedge between people so they can pick group against group and it's critical race theory comes from Marxism it's a Marxist ideology. They're trying to to indoctrinate kids, and you see it in in survey after survey after survey. The young people, especially in the millennial age, which aren't that young anymore. I get it, because you know we, we we seem to say that anybody's a millennial that's like under thirty, right? That or or under forty is what we say now. But you know, there, there's another generation after that. But they, they've become more open to socialism. They've become more open to a lot of things. That's why you don't see a lot of people all upset about the extra 300 bucks that everybody's getting. Oh, they just can't find work. But it's all the same thing. This is part of an indoctrination to change the country. As Glenn has been saying on his Wednesday specials over and over and over again, this is the Great Reset. They're trying to fundamentally change American society. It's It's not a conspiracy theory as we were talking about earlier. It is their plan. They've documented that it's their plan and you will not go against it because if you do you're just proving that you're the racist that we said you are because of the color of your skin
0: matthew how would you feel if you sent your kid off and they you know fourth grader and they came back and they're like hey I'm not supposed to tell you what my teachers are talking about at school. How would you react to oh, that?
1: It's, it's just unbelievable. I mean, look, I mean, as, as a parent, we always tell our children, you have to talk to us about everything because I mean, isn't this the way that sexual abuse, yeah. you know, is gotten away with, hey, listen, I'm gonna do this. You, you better not tell your parent. I mean, this is completely contrary to everything that we're meant to do as parents. I, look, I, I think that, that the best thing we could do at this point is fund the students and just take all the power away from the schools and let there's enough people that want to go out and they want to protect the kids i had an argument with someone the other day about uh them saying to me why aren't i for my kids being taught about sex by by teachers i'm like what and they couldn't see that it was a diffi- It was a bad thing. And I'm like, Look, I know my kids more than you do, right? Right. And if I can preserve their innocence for as long as possible, and by the way, when I tell them, I'm going to tell them the correct definition of what we believe uh, uh, that when they need to know about sex, what what we believe that means, which is in a loving relationship in a marriage, right? They're they're se- all, Like you said, all this is to do is to separate the children. I mean, didn't. A certain organization say that they wanted to destroy the family unit. It's trying to pit, actually I think it's about pitting the child against the parent, right? Uh, And I think it's really insidious and we should be fighting it with every single fibre of our being. Because this is, it's, it's not only, look, Americans need to understand that they're the last best hope for the world, right? They really are. And everyone is looking to America. Everyone, every country, that's why, you know, when they do protest, the Cubans, they're, they're, they're not like waving yeah. the French flag right, or the Italian flag. They're waving the American flag. We have a responsibility and we have to stand up and represent. And we've got to fight this. Like, this is it. There's nowhere else to go. There's no other country that we can get on a boat and go to and build again. Right. Yeah. And unfortunately, people have to understand, and Jordan Peterson talks about this all the time, about suffering. We've become too comfortable. We've got to understand that this country is worth fighting for and we have to do it. And if that means losing everything, we have to be ready to do that. We really do.
0: And it's it's a message that you do hear from somebody who wasn't born and raised in this country, but it's not a message that is popular amongst Americans that have been have been born and raised and, and bred throughout this system going through the schools. And and it's something that you have to be reminded of it because at some point that message of the last best hope is just gonna go away.
2: Right, and, and I don't think people in this country understand the freedoms that we actually still have. They're, they're under attack by, all stretches of the imaginations, but they don't understand that in places like the UK and in Canada and other Commonwealth nations, which share the same common law traditions that we have, you don't have freedom of speech. You can go to jail for what you say, for what you tweet. It's not just the fire in the theater test. It's you can go away for hate speech in those countries. I mean, it's it's absolutely unbelievable. Look at Canada, you can go to jail for holding a church service in Canada, and by by rights, the person that sent his provincial police at them was a conservative premier. So a conservative governor of one of the provinces. Around the country, people don't have the same freedoms that we have, and that's what they're trying to take away. And I don't think the American people actually understand that, you know, I'm gonna wear a Fauci-lied people died t-shirt into the airport on Friday. In the UK, I could probably be arrested for wearing that T-shirt.
0: Well, I don't know if they care about Anthony Fauci per se, but But, I understand understand exactly what you're saying with with that. And, you know, it kind of goes to say, when you look at this school system, there's been a survey that's come out that said more Americans are looking into homeschooling now Mm -hmm. than ever before. It's you see, okay, your fourth grader can't tell you what they're talking about at school. And now you look at what they're actually saying when you had the kids in your house during the pandemic. So homeschooling or, or trying to get the funding back to to where the students are might be. The best way out of this. So you know, there's there's a lot that we still have to address with the school system, but there are definitely a couple ways out of this. Now, when we come back, uh, something a, a little more fun. Uh, the rich elites in the Hamptons, they're suffering this summer. The peons aren't just going to go work for them for nothing anymore, and they are going to have to wash their own hair. We'll have that for you when we come back. Rich people are suffering. This is going to be a tough one to get through, you guys, but somebody is going to have to talk about it. So in the Hamptons this summer, they're saying that it's impossible to get some of the services they are regularly accustomed to getting. Now, they can't get a haircut when they want it. A lot of the restaurants don't have enough workers in there. Uh, They're getting turned away business, and they, they just don't understand in the Hamptons why this is going on. It's fine for you poor people across America, but we in the Hamptons have money to give to you to provide these services. So Rob, we know that there is a worker shortage and we know the extra money that the government is doling out, but I mean, there are rich people that are suffering. This is real.
2: I know, and in, in, in those rich people probably in the Hamptons, 95% voted for Joe, Joe Biden and democratic legislatures and this $300 extra money to not work on top of the normal on, on top of the normal um, unemployment thing so you know you're getting in some states 700 800 and and they went and cut if you remember in the last one they said that unemployment benefits aren't fully taxable so not only did they give you the extra money there's also a ton of people that like did their taxes and then that thing happened, so now they're gonna get a bunch of extra money back. If I could sit home and make $800 a week for doing absolutely nothing, and I was used to making like 30 grand a year and $800 a week is 40 grand, and if it's gonna be lower taxes, it's more like 50 or 60 grand, why wouldn't I stay home? And it's not just, I mean, we say it's the rich people, and I and I love picking on the rich, but its I, I had friends that went to Logan Airport in Boston last week, 7.30 at night, nothing was open to get food. Now, if you've flown during COVID, you can't, unless you fly first class, like the rich people, um, you can't get anything served to you on a plane. They just don't do it. So like the, the little Hudson news huts where you can like buy a water to bring on a plane, none of those were open in this terminal either. So you had people going on like four hour flights to the West Coast that weren't able to get sustenance. It's just, it's absolutely unreal. We could change the situation tomorrow by getting rid of the free extra $300 because it's incentivizing people not to work.
0: And Matthew, we do see that when the workers that are still employed, they're having to take on the job of two or three other people. So they, you know, they're stressed to the max and they're not getting paid that much more. Right. And their their co-workers are just hanging out at home collecting the checks. Yeah, no, I mean, it's difficult.
1: Right. I mean, if you're seeing that you, there are some people that are going to say, so why should I do this? But I think it's more than just a monetary thing, because, you know, when I was growing up, just a little bit of a background, I, I grew up like working class very poor single parent family background you know but i I used to look at america and go you know what if you work hard enough you can become something you can be someone and climb the ladder and you you could and you still can in america but it was a matter of pride that you would go out and work and that you wouldn't sponge off the system like to go to the system would be like you'd be like oh man i've got to go on the dole and you know, I've got to go and take money from the state. Like, that's so insulting. I hope nobody sees me. That's changed. Oh, yeah. You know, now it's like, oh, if I can get it, I'll get it. And yeah, you know, I don't care about them. And and again, this the, oddly enough, talking about the transfer of wealth, yeah, it's all these guys that are the ones that are making all the money, especially in, in the COVID lockdowns. So I think it's, it's a bigger issue than just the money, because as I said back in the day, certainly, and I know some, a lot of people even today would rather turn around and say, listen, I am not taking that because I have dignity and I want to work for my mm. money. Uh, and that was certainly something for me as an actor. There are many, many times when I haven't been working, right? Because you're and you have a barren period of work. Mm. I have never, ever taken any money from the state. And that's since I was a, a young boy in the UK. Right. So it's about it's what what is instilled in you, I believe, from your parents. And I think there's a lot of people that are saying, hey, listen, if you can take it, take it. And for me, I'm like, don't take it. Get out there. Be a productive member of society. And especially for me as an immigrant, I'm like, I don't want to be here unless I'm going to contribute. Right, I'm not going to be a drain. I want to be a net positive for Americans. And, and by the way, the majority of people that want to come here feel the same. They do feel the same. Certainly, my friends that they're like, oh man, I'd love to come to America, but I don't want to, I don't want to come and be a bum. I want to contribute, I want to make the country better.
0: And maybe some of that self-confidence goes into this next story where the optimism for the future of the United States over the next year has fallen now under Joe Biden. It's up to 55 percent in a recent ABC News poll that says that they are pessimistic now about the future of the country. Back on May 2nd, that number was only 36 percent. So we are we are falling and we are falling fast for the optimism in this country right now. Right. That, that, that
2: same poll showed that Biden's losing support, the whole the whole thing. It's It's a constant drumbeat of bad news. I mean, I grew up in late 1970s America. Yes, I'm that old. I remember what it was like every day if you sat and watched the news. I was like four, five, six, seven. But you can understand that when you're that age, right? I mean, you can understand during during the carter presidency you can understand what it was like and that's what this feels like again we've got the runaway inflation i mean i went to the grocery store yesterday right and like i didn't buy like i'm not buying steak anymore like 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 a big part of my diet was steak to get like the select the disgusting steak is like 12 to 15 dollars a pound for like the sirloin now right it's the prices at the grocery store are ridiculous i feel two bags yesterday at the grocery store and it was $45.
0: Yeah, they in, said they said bacon is up like eight percent. And I think that's when Americans are really going to start rioting. is when you affect yeah. the price of bacon, they they can't have it. But, you know, what do you look at with the with the optimism of of the United States falling so far so quickly?
1: Well, I think I think there's there's two different things to this, because I think I was who were they polling in the first place? That's what I want to I want to ask, like, because everyone I 527 know,
0: 527 adults, yeah,
1: I'm sure. And I wonder what the percentage of those on each side of the aisle was because I don't know anyone on the right that was optimistic about a Biden presidency, All right? So maybe the other side of waking up a little bit to what a lot of people were saying before is that, you know, this is, he isn't probably the best person to run the country. But here's a shocker. Coming from Europe, I have such a belief in the American system and the American people. I just don't feel as despondent as everyone else does because I can see the greatness in Americans, and I've seen them do it before. And I know that given the opportunity, they're going to turn it around. Uh, what is what is concerning is the way that things have been kind of uh, uh, partisan in, like the FBI, CIA. All that 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 is concerning, right? But. I truly believe in the, in, the, in the infrastructure that the Founding Fathers gave Americans that give us the opportunity to address these, these massive grabs of power. And I just think that there's too many people out there the people that they call the silent majority that are, that are like, hey, listen, we don't this. When the chips are down, they're gonna go, hey, listen, you're not doing this to my country. I love this country. My, my grandparents died, fought and died for this country. We're willing to do the same. And there's a huge swath, the majority of the people in America are like that. And so I really do believe in the American idea. I really do, and the American dream, and I think it's gonna come back and I've never felt despondent, you know, because for example, we have the opportunity in California, it was a nightmare. I moved to Texas,
0: I moved to Texas great. There's always some optimism and I love that you're bringing the optimism here on a Monday evening. Stick with us, we'll be right back after this. (laughs) Democrats are facing a backlash right now. They're trying to solicit packages. Of course, we all know about the Texas Democrats that went to Washington, D.C. It's like they don't have any stores in Washington, D.C. Or maybe they're not open because they're handing out all this free money. But either way, they need some free stuff from you, the American public, to send to them. So, Rob, I know we have until Tuesday at 5 p.m. to send in our goodies. Are you you going to I, I anything may I send them to, to the Dr. List?
2: Pepper, you know, because I might, you know, because it's taxes, right? So, I yeah. mean, that's one of the things they requested. Can I just Venmo the money so then they can go to, like, 7-Eleven?
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, Dr. Pepper, salsa, hard candy, or money to pay for shipping.
1: Yeah, or you should send them masks and hand hand sanitizer.
0: That's also the the hand sanitizer is actually on is the website. Know you, know you are you're kidding try, me! You're trying to be funny, no. but it's real because this is the world that we live in right oh now. Sewing kits me. and first aid as well. Who's going to be sewing? What Democrat is out there sewing their own items when they're in Washington D.C. None of them. None of them are. So thanks, everybody, for uh, watching the show today. You do have until Tuesday at 5 p.m. If you want to contribute to the Democrats' latest fundraising campaign, Uh, we'll have Sarah Gonzalez back here on the show tomorrow, everybody. But have a good evening.
2: Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.